If you listening, you finally made it. Now the greatest movie you ever seen is about to play. Right before your eyes. Last days. In times. Don't let Babylon break you. Don't let them break your soul. In time, in time. Stay woke, it's going down. Yeah. We gonna wake up the tribes. How? What you cooking? Last days. What is up, beloved? We are back for another episode. I want to give my first impressions and initial thoughts on this nope movie that is coming out later this month on july 22nd now i don't watch any tv or hollywood movies anymore um however earlier on on this series tpr in season two and even in season three we did multiple movie breakdowns episodes called holly weird holly weirder the Matrix movie breakdown, the It and It Chapter 2 movie breakdowns. So I do just want to give my thoughts based on the trailers and ads that I've seen for this Nope movie is what it's called, Nope. So I will not be watching this movie, but to me, I just see some important things based on the ads and trailers I've seen for this. So quite simply, I do believe, and from what I've seen, is that this movie, Nope, is really going to be depicting and mocking the return of the messiah however of course they are going to depict it as an alien invasion which we constantly talk about how that is going to be some of the deception that is likely used before the messiah comes back and even when he is coming back You can go back and listen to TPR 152, The Day of Darkness, covering some scriptures that speak about what it'll be like when the Messiah comes back, speaking about the chariots and how the Most High and Yahusha, Yah, is coming back with fire and with chariots of his angels. So when this actually happens, people are not, it's going to be so mind-blowing because when the Mosai is coming back with chariots and with fire and with the sword, Yahusha says he's coming to bring the sword. It's going to be mind blowing because it's going to be something that we've never physically seen. And that's why in these trailers and ads for the movie, Nope, it's showing people looking up at the sky, being mind blown. They say in the trailer, it's not what you think. So of course, in the actual movie, they're going to likely depict it as either UFOs or aliens or whatever. But low key, what they're really showing is the return of the Messiah, Yahusha HaMashiach, the real name for Jesus Christ. So to get familiar with some of the scriptures and some of the possibilities, listen to TPR 152, The Day of Darkness, and discern those points for yourself. But ultimately, that's why in the trailer, they're showing people shocked, looking up at the sky, because when this actually does happen in our world, it's going to be so mind-blowing, because it's going to be something we've never seen before. And when people are getting destroyed, burnt with fire, and the Messiah is coming back with the sword, that's why people are being programmed to think it's aliens. And when they they see the chariots, something they've never seen before, they're going to think it's some sort of possibly UFO or just something they've never seen before. And just the whole thing is going to be so mind-blowing because it's going to be unlike anything we've ever seen. And so as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be for the coming of the Son of Man. In the days of Noah, the world was destroyed with, the earth was destroyed with a flood. For the Son of Man returning, it's going to be with fire. That's why the Most High, the Father, Yah, made the covenant to not destroy the earth with water again. But this time it's going to be with fire. So that's why when people see this happening, and again, the day of darkness, because there's scriptures that say how the day of Yahuwah is darkness, not light. So that's why it's going to be this type of dark day of people getting burnt with fire, the sword, 
people are it's going to be such an apocalyptic type event and so mind-blowing like i'm saying that people won't be able to comprehend it and a lot of people aren't even going to know what's happening to them if they're not familiar with scriptures so that is what i believe is going to be depicted in this nope movie it's supposed to come out on july 22nd which is 722 7 plus 2 plus 2 equals 11 which is one as far as the dark side in hollywood and holly weird that's a masonic number the master number 11 it also has to do with jesus and yahusha as far as gematria i'll speak a little bit further about that in this episode as well now they say this movie is being done by jordan peele who's just another puppet all these uh directors like spielberg and uh jordan peele all these people and even like the authors and writers like stephen king or jk rowling they're all just puppets and they don't really write these movies they don't really direct these movies they're just the puppets and really hollywood is run by the cia <laughs> that's why they're using mk ultra mind control high level programming in the hollywood movies like we've spoken about it is the cia it is the government putting out all these movies so it's not jordan peele just getting this random idea saying, oh, let's create this movie. He's just the puppet face to bring people in. And who are they specifically bringing in with all these Jordan Peele movies from Get Out to Us to Antebellum to now Nope? These stories are continually focused around black people. And who are the true Israelites, the true chosen and beloveds of the Most High? Black Americans, so-called blacks are the true Israelites. So that's why they use Jordan Peele, that puppet, and all these black stories and characters to draw in the true beloveds of the Most High. And all of these movies from Get Out to Us to Antebellum to Nope are all depicting important things. That's why they're targeted towards the Most High's beloved people, the true Israelites. So the movie Get Out is quite literally showing MK Ultra mind control, which we've spoken about in some of these movie points that we've done on this series you have to go back to see those episodes but get out is depicting mk ultra mind control the movie us is depicting a lot of different things which also is depicting mk ultra this is a point that i never spoke about for the movie us that i recently realized all of these school shooters and and mass shooters they're they're mind control robots pretty much they get these people they split their mind into alters they can mind control these shooters to have them go into public places and shoot them up. That's my personal opinion of all these shooters. They're, they're MK Ultra people. And there is a theory that when the New World Order is taking over, it's not going to be the cops. It's not going to be the army that's doing it. There are theories that there's going to be an army of MK Ultra people who are trained assassins that have been because there's all the underground tunnels, underground bunkers, which are in all of these movies. The in the it movies, the underground sewers in the movie Us, they go underground in the Matrix. They speak about going underground. There's underground tunnels and billionaire bunkers and all sex trafficking, human trafficking. That's how all these people they get their sex slaves, which in the movie Get Out, they make a joke about it saying at the end, Rod from TSA is saying, oh, they abducted my friend and they're making him a sex slave. They're telling you the truth in all these movies. And we spoke about these points for my OGs that have been here since season two. You probably remember these points. But underground is where they do sex trafficking, human trafficking, pedophilia, MK Ultra, mind control. All this stuff goes on underground. So one of the theories is that when the NWO is taking over, they're going to have MK Ultra assassins coming around who are trained assassins killing people. And in the movie Us, that's exactly what the tethered are. They're just these cold-blooded killers going around and they're really trained assassins and they can fight really well, kill really well. That's also what they're depicting in the movie Us, really important. Then Antebellum, of course, is targeting black Americans because it's about slavery, just making them think that that's what their history and heritage is when in fact the true history is that they are the true israelites the true beloved chosen people of the most high and then now this movie nope so i said before this point that when you put it all together it's get out then us which is us and then antebellum you take the first letter is a so it's get out usa 
and now you add this movie, Nope, I saw people saying online that the real title, Nope, stands for Not of Planet Earth. So when you put it all together, it says Get Out USA, Not of Planet Earth. So what does that mean? It pretty much means you can get out of the USA, but you can't get out of Earth, the firmament, and escape the judgment of the Messiah coming back to destroy the world with fire and with a sword. So Get Out USA, not of planet earth so you can get out of the usa but you can't get out of the firmament the dome that we live in planet earth get out usa not of planet earth so those are some points right there again in the trailer and in the ads they're saying it's not what you think don't look up it's showing people looking up and they're astounded and shocked because that is going to be the reaction when when the messiah is truly coming back and like i said before he comes back there's probably going to be some false flags of aliens or whatever it is. And then even when the Messiah is truly coming back, when the chariots are there, it's not people don't know what they look like. And when fire and flames and death and destruction and the sword are happening, people are literally going to think that it's some sort of alien invasion or that it's the end of the world, the apocalypse. There's like a footlocker commercial of like the apocalypse. You should look that up because that's also depicting the messiah coming back because they're like it's happening it's finally happening and like it's a dark day a dark cloudy day again the day of darkness the day of yahuwah is darkness not light it's like a dark cloudy day and people are just like i'm telling you look up i'm pretty sure it's a footlocker apocalypse commercial look that up and same thing with these nope trailers it's dark for a majority of it they're riding a horse as far as Revelation and the horsemen as well. That's symbolic. And also, this is one of the main points in one of these trailers or ads. They show the girl who's in the movie and she has her back turned to the camera. And on her t-shirt on the back, it says, The Jesus Lizard, which I had to look this up. That is apparently an old punk rock band. So she's wearing a t-shirt for that band. But it says, The Jesus Lizard, so they're showing you right there. They're putting it right in plain sight. Jesus, because it's talking about the return of the Messiah. So that that right there is showing it. And I'm telling you, whatever happens in this movie, I'm not going to watch it. But whatever happens in this movie, they're low key predictive programming and mocking because they know what they're really showing. But they, they also know what they're trying to get the people to believe it is. So this should also show you that we really are in the end times because Beyonce is posing with the horsemen and doing all this biblical revelation prophecy. And now this movie coming out, it should show you they're not just doing this for no reason. And like we've covered from the very start of all these Hollywood movies, literally from the Matrix to the Stepfather to uh, the Lighthouse, all of these movies depict biblical things. All the movies I just uh, explained, I've explained on this series before how they depict Satan being cast out of heaven by Archangel Michael. And they always cast it out as a flash of lightning or a bright light because in scripture i saw satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning so all of these hollywood movies from get out to the matrix to it to the lighthouse all of these movies are showing biblical stories because satan can't create anything so all and it should show you this is how real the bible is i don't ever see in hollywood them mocking buddhism hinduism any other religion any other false religion any other false god they only go after the true god the most high and the real truth scripture so that should show you that as well but the fact that they're doing this you should understand that we really are in the end times not to mention all the wickedness ramping up in our world as it was in the days of noah so will it be for the coming of the son of man in the days of noah the wickedness has had gotten so bad that the most high destroyed the earth with a flood what do you think's happening here? Why is the Messiah coming back with sword and with vengeance and with fire to destroy all this wickedness and to make justice? So look around at our world. We are in the end times. We're in the days of Noah. And that's how it will be for the coming of the Son of Man. So this movie comes out on 722, which 7 plus 2 plus 2 equals 11, the master number, Masonic number. When you look up Jesus and Yahusha in Gematria, 11s are present as well. Now, here's something else unrelated to this movie that I find interesting. So it is my personal belief that the Messiah, Yahusha HaMashiach, was born in the fall and then crucified in the spring at Passover. So 
some brothers and sisters in the church. He definitely was not born in December. I could tell you that much. The false depiction of him, Jesus Christ, that's why they say he was born in December. But I, I can assure you the real Messiah, the real Yahusha was not even born in December, not even born close to December. Some brothers think that he was born in the spring and then obviously died in the spring around Passover. But I personally believe that he was born in the fall, died in the spring around Passover. And to take it a step further, I personally believe that Yahusha was born on or right around 9-11. That's why that whole ritual, the Twin Towers looked like massive 11s in New York City. It happened on 9-11. And to me, they did that purposely on that day. One, because regardless of when he was born, it was just a ritual showing the mocking the crucifixion of the Messiah because they looked like 11s. But it is my personal belief that they did that specifically on 9-11 for a lot of different reasons. But one of the reasons was because that is what I believe when the Messiah truly was born or right around then. So they want us to, when you hear 9-11, you think of something negative. So they want us to picture when he was born as something negative in our minds. That's my personal belief. Now, I know there's brothers that say he was born in the spring, died in the spring. I personally believe he was born on or right around 9-11 and then was crucified in the spring around Passover. And that to me is why they did 9-11 when they did it, because they could have did it November 9th, 11-9, but they did it, you know, September 11, 9-11, 9-1-1. A lot of reasons why they did it then, but I personally believe one of the reasons was because they know that's when the Messiah was born, and they want us to think of something negative around that time, purposely. So again, this movie coming out on 722, adding up to 11, is purposeful, because all of this is by design. They don't just randomly come out with any of these movies, but especially this one that's going to be obviously important, and obviously mocking something important. And also, when they're showing in the ads, it says 722-22. If you add that extra 22, that makes it equal 6, demonic 6, which is Holly Weird's favorite number, obviously. One of their favorite numbers. And also, the same actor that's in this movie, Nope, is the same actor from the movie Get Out. And again, they're targeting the true Israelites by having Jordan Peele, the black characters, the black storylines in Get Out, Us, Antebellum, and now Nope, purposely... Because they are the true Israelites. And if you are not a true Israelite, you are to cleave to the house of Jacob. And when I first spoke about this, I think one of the very first times I spoke about it was in the Matrix movie breakdown two years ago in 2020. And I said, if you're not an Israelite, you really need to have a reality check and understand that who the Most High's true beloved and chosen people are. And if that's not you, you have to repent and cleave and understand that the curses are turning around the Israelites, this is their time to be blessed. And if you're not an Israelite, the curses are coming back around. That's why you want to cleave to the, the true Israelites, cleave to the house of Jacob, because they are the ones who are blessed. And everyone else is going through curses and judgment. And eventually the sword, when Yahusha comes back, Yahusha said, I came not to bring peace, but a sword. So that's just some more important truth that people really need to understand. And so again, just based on the ads and trailers and clips of this movie that I've seen, I I think it's guaranteed that what they're really going to be showing and mocking is the return of the Messiah. That's why everyone's looking up. That's why they say it's not what you think. They show UFOs in the trailer. Listen to TPR 152, The Day of Darkness. And I'm just saying, this: when this event really happens, when the Messiah really comes back, it's going to be so mind-blowing, and people are going to be looking up and staring, and to me, that's what they are showing. And to me, it's very purposeful why they're showing it now. These Jordan Peele movies are continuing a thread of Get Out USA, not of planet Earth. You can get out of the USA, but you can't escape judgment that is coming. You can't escape the Earth and the firmament. And that's also why I spoke about this before. I think it was in, I think I, I think I might have did an episode, The Firmament Part 2, where I explained this, that the reason why Jeff Bezos and all these billionaires are quote unquote going to space and everything with NASA is because 
when this all happens, the billionaires are likely going to escape to their billionaire bunkers, like I mentioned before, underground, trying to escape judgment of the Most High, return of the Messiah. They're going to try and escape that. But where are they going to tell people they're going? Oh, they escaped to Mars or Pluto or whatever planet. That's also why they're, they're predictive programming all these seemingly meaningless space ventures by Bezos and the billionaires is to make the regular people think that there's hope, that they can escape, that they can leave this place. You can't escape it. You can leave the USA. You can flee to whatever country you want. It doesn't matter. This judgment is coming on the world. So that to me is what they're showing with get out USA, not of planet Earth. You can get out of the USA, but not the planet Earth. You can't get all the way out. You can't escape judgment. And even when the billionaires flee to their underground bunkers, they can't escape it either. And they know that, honestly, but they'll probably still try to escape it. But they know scripture. That's the point that I'm trying to show is these people in Hollywood, the CIA who's running Hollywood, they know scripture more than the regular person knows. And the book of Jubilees, the book of Jasher, the book of Enoch that have been taken out of scripture, the elites know what's in there. That's why they were taken out of scripture. So the elites know more scripture than anyone else. Satan himself knows scripture. He quotes scripture. He manipulates it and he quotes it in incorrect ways. But Satan is very familiar with scripture. And that's why Satan, who is behind Hollywood and all this stuff spiritually, that's why they keep using biblical stories over and over again. They can't create anything. They know scripture is the truth. So they use it to mock and to use it in their own perverted way. Satan cannot create anything. He can manipulate. And that's what goes on. And that's what we've been speaking about this literally since season two on this series. And in season two was when we spoke about in season two, we have the it chapter, the it and it chapter two full movie breakdown, TPR 34. TPR 35 is the Matrix full movie breakdown. Then shortly after we had Holly Weird which was speaking about some other Hollywood movies like Joker, The Dark Knight, The Lighthouse, things like that. And then later on in season three, the next season, we had Holly Weirder speaking about some more movies like Us, again, uh, Monsters, Inc., really importantly. So those are the Holly Weird and movie episodes I've done on this series. And when I spoke about uh, the movie It, right? I just earlier gave some points that I missed and, and ha- only recently learned about the movie Us with the assassins be- and the tethered and the MK Ultra people. Also in the It movies, right? When they they all hold hands, the children in the movie It, they hold hands and make that pact that if Pennywise ever comes back, they'll come back to destroy him or whatever. That scene, when they're holding hands, they're actually showing the watchers, the fallen angels from the book of Enoch, who they also hold hands and make a pact together. The watchers, the fallen angels who corrupted the world before the days of Noah. So that's in the book of Enoch, I do believe. The fallen angels, the watchers making that pact holding hands. So then in the movie It, when they show it, that's what they're depicting as well. And also in the movie It, or It Chapter 2, when Mike is, is given kind of the understanding and he's showing bill how he got his understanding that's also blurring the lines completely like probably more than i even thought or more than i described just really blurring the lines showing esoteric knowledge and things like that just that's what hollywood does is they literally will depict biblical stories they'll mock biblical stories and they'll use half truths and twist things around and they love duality good and bad so they can depict some things that are true and accurate but they can also manipulate and mess things up and give half-truths as well. So that's why we don't watch Hollywood movies anymore. Because, yeah, it was fun to it's fun to see what they're really depicting. It's actually beneficial to see what they're depicting because that actually helps on the journey. But overall, it's not worth it to have to discern through the darkness, the half-truths, the transgender actors and, and actresses that are in there. And everything else under the sun, the mocking, the blasphemy, the darkness, the MK Ultra mind control, highest level CIA mind control visuals and and things that they're putting in the movies. It's not worth it to have to discern and, and go through all that just to find some symbolism and meanings and deeper meanings that are in there. So we had our run. You could go back and listen to those episodes. I've come a long way since those episodes, not as far as understanding and breaking down the movies because I was breaking them down 
pretty thoroughly when I was doing it, but I've grown in other ways. And even like two years later, I'm still like, oh, that's what they were depicting in us. That's what they were doing in it. Because it's just, they literally, it's a two to three hour movie and every single second, every single detail, every single word and line that is said and everything that is shown on the screen in these movies is literally purposeful and for a reason and not by accident. And I even said that when I was breaking down the movies, but it's just so much deeper than you can even process and comprehend. Literally, the Matrix movie breakdown is like a five and a half hour podcast episode and I still didn't get every single point in there. So... That's why we don't even mess with it anymore. That's why I'm not going to watch. I literally do not watch Hollywood movies. So you could go back and listen to the episodes, discern it for yourself, see how much we've grown on this series as far as the most high and other things. And that's really about it. So I just wanted to give my thoughts on this movie Nope that is coming out later this month. I wanted to give my initial thoughts of just based on what I've seen. And if you're not familiar with these Hollywood and, and Hollywood movie breakdowns that we've done on this series i would say go back and listen to really understand how deep it goes and if you're just hearing this episode but haven't heard those you really should go back and just see how deep it goes and you'll understand the biblical stories the biblical things that are literally being depicted in all these movies from the stepfather to the lighthouse to get out to us to it chapter two you think oh well they're just horror movies oh it's just a superhero movie they're literally depicting biblical things because on the surface Oh, in the Nope movie, it's an alien invasion. In It, it's a horror movie about a clown. In Us, it's a movie about this. Or in The Lighthouse, it's a movie about this. Oh, The Stepfather's just a horror movie about this. That's the surface. But when you view it spiritually, you will literally see biblical things being depicted, amongst other things being depicted. And that movie, The Lighthouse, is such a dark side, demonic movie. I would not recommend anybody watches the movie The Lighthouse because... Hollywood and the TVs and the movies and the TV shows and the commercials, it's all designed to bring demons into your house. And literally the movie, The Lighthouse, brings demons into your house because there's disturbing scenes that bring demons literally through the TV into your house. So do not watch the movie, The Lighthouse. And it's like that for all movies, all TV shows, all commercials, all this stuff, but especially The Lighthouse is very demonic, honestly. And even the movie Joker and even the movie Joker is very demonic as well. Antichrist, blasphemy, disgustingness in really all these Hollywood movies. But Joker is really bad. The Lighthouse is probably the worst. Uh, the, the Lighthouse and The Shining are probably the two most satanic, dark side, demon infested movies I've seen. They literally purposely film these scenes in The Shining and The Lighthouse to bring demons into your house. That is a fact. They do it purposely. And those are probably the top two most demonic movies I've ever seen. Oh, and the movie Hereditary is also extremely demonic. I watched that in the movie theaters before I was in the truth. So demonic. I would say those are the top three most disgusting. Oh, and the movie Mother. These are all... Do not watch these movies. I'm telling you, please don't. I'm saying the most demonic, disgusting, demon-infested movies I think I've ever seen are The Shining, Mother, Hereditary, and The Lighthouse. But they're all dark side, but some are just extremely worse than others. I'm telling you, do not watch those movies. And Hereditary and Mother, I never even broke down on this series. And even The Shining, I don't think I, I barely maybe might have touched on that one. Maybe. I can't even remember. Do not watch these movies. They're dark side. So I think those are the points for this episode. I just wanted to give my thoughts. TPR 152, The Day of Darkness. You can discern that episode. It's kind of from a while ago. See what I was saying. And just get prepared for when the Messiah is coming back with a sword, with fire, with his angels and the chariots for vengeance. He's not coming for peace, but with the sword. So repent, fear the Most High, and be prepared, as prepared as you can be for this mind-blowing event when it happens. Because it's going to be a day of darkness, not light. It's going to be a day that so many people have no idea even what's happening. But when you repent, when you fear the Most High, when you cleave to the Most High, when you really fear Him, this is why you should fear the Most High. I mean, there's so many scriptures of why we should fear the Most High, but I'm saying if He's coming back with a sword, with chariots of angels, with fire, you should fear the Most High so that you'll be spared on this day and be as prepared as you can be. It's hard to truly be prepared because it's going to be unlike anything we've ever seen. That's why I can't even explain it with words. And that's why in Hollywood, they're 
soft revealing it to you with this movie of everyone shocked looking up saying it's not what you think it is the girl wearing this shirt that says jesus in that trailer they're showing you that's part of how satan operates is if he shows you first then we have no one to blame but ourselves because we saw it we were told what's going to happen even with scripture the most high is telling us what's happening with with the flood in the days of noah there was so much time and there was so much time that passed in warning. And I'm pretty sure in the book of Jasher, I'm pretty sure it's at the start of the book of Jasher. I really might bring out these scriptures in the next episode, or maybe I should do it right now. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure in the book of Jasher, you know what? I'm going to get my Sefer. I'm pretty sure in the book of Jasher, it, it goes into more detail of how the people were warned over and over again before the flood happened and people weren't listening. It's the same exact thing happening now as it was in the days of Noah. So will it be for the Son of Man? People were told for years and years to repent. The Messiah is coming to get ready. And people literally don't think it's going to happen. People aren't preparing. People aren't repenting. People don't believe. And that's why when, just like in the days of Noah, when it started to rain, when the flood happened, then people were knocking on the ark trying to get in. Same exact thing. As it was in the days of Noah, so will it be for the son of, coming of the Son of Man. I'm going to grab the Sefer and let's look into the book of Jasher to see if we can bring out the scriptures for this. It's actually mind-blowing. All right, so I do believe I found it. This is Jasher in the Sefer, chapter 5, starting at line 5, and I'm going to read as, as far on as I need to. And all who followed Yahuwah died in those days before they saw the evil which Elohim declared to do upon the earth. So this is before the flood. And after the lapse of many years, in the 480th year of the life of Noah, when all those men who followed Yahuwah had died away from amongst the sons of men, and only Methuselah was then left, Elohim said unto Noah and Methuselah, saying, Speak ye and proclaim to the sons of men, saying, Thus says Yahuwah, Return from your evil ways and forsake your works, and Yahuwah will repent of the evil that he declared to do to you, so that it shall not come to pass. For thus says Yahuwah, Behold, I give you a period of 120 years. If you will turn to me and forsake your evil ways, then will I also turn away from the evil which I told you, and it shall not exist, says Yahuwah. And Noah and Methuselah spoke all the words of Yahuwah to the sons of men, day after day, constantly speaking to them. But the sons of men would not hearken to them, nor incline their ears to their words, and they were stiff-necked. And Yahuwah granted them a period of 120 years, saying, If they will return, then will Elohim repent of the evil, so as not to destroy the earth. Now we're going to skip a little bit further, because they're just speaking about the children, the children of Noah being born and things like that. We're going to skip a little bit further to line 22. In that time, Yahuwah said to Noah and Methuselah, Stand forth and proclaim to the sons of men all the words that I spoke to you in those days, Perchance they may turn from their evil ways, and I will then repent of the evil and will not bring it. And Noah and Methuselah stood forth and said in the ears of the sons of men all that Elohim had spoken concerning them. But the sons of men would not hearken, neither would they incline their ears to all their declarations. So the Most High said, I'm giving you a period of 120 years for people to turn back. Then he told Noah to tell them to repent and turn back. But the sons of men would not hearken, neither would they incline their ears to all their declarations. And then line 25 to continue right along. And it was after this that Yahuwah said to Noah, The end of all flesh is come before me on account of their evil deeds, and behold, I will destroy the earth. And do you take unto you gopher wood and go to a certain place and make a large ark and place it in that spot? And thus shall you make it 300 cubits its length, 50 cubits broad, and 30 cubits high. And you shall make unto you a door, open at its side, and to a cubit you shall finish above, and cover it within and without with pitch. And behold, I will bring the flood of waters upon the earth, and all flesh be destroyed from under the heavens. All that is upon earth shall perish. And you and your household shall go and gather two couples of all living things, male and female, and shall bring them to the ark, to raise up seed from them upon earth. And gather unto you all food that is eaten by all the animals, that there may be food for you and for them. And you shall choose for your sons three maidens from the daughters of men, and they shall be women to your sons. All right, and so we're going to continue on. This is now Jasher chapter 6. I'm just trying to go through the important parts of this whole story 
and we still haven't even gotten to the important parts, but so far just focus on how no, the most I told Noah to tell everyone, guys, turn back, turn back, turn back. Just like what's going on in our world. We're telling people to repent, repent, and people still aren't listening. And it's going to get a whole lot worse. So let's listen. This is now Jasher chapter six. At that time, after the death of Methuselah, Yahuwah said to Noah, go you with your household into the ark. Behold, I will gather to you all the animals of the earth, the beasts of the field and the fowls of the air, and they shall all come and surround the ark. And you shall go and seat yourself by the doors of the ark, and all the beasts, the animals, and the fowls shall assemble and place themselves before you, and such of them as shall come and crouch before you. Shall you take and deliver into the hands of your sons, who shall bring them to the ark, and all that will stand before you, you shall leave. And Yahuwah brought this about on the next day, and animals, beasts, and fowls came in great multitudes and surrounded the ark. And Noah went and seated himself by the door of the ark, and of all flesh that crouched before him he brought into the ark, and all that stood before him he left upon earth. And a lioness came with her two whelps, male and female, and the three crouched before Noah, and the two whelps rose up against the lioness and smote her, and made her flee from her place, and she went away, and they returned to their places and crouched upon the earth before Noah. And the lioness ran away and stood in the place of the lions. And Noah saw this and wondered greatly, and he rose and took the two whelps and brought them into the ark. And Noah brought into the ark from all living creatures that were upon the earth, so that there was none left but which Noah brought into the ark. Two and two came to Noah into the ark, but from the clean animals and clean fowls, he brought seven couples as Elohim had commanded him. And all the animals and beasts and fowls were still there, and they surrounded the ark at every place, and the rain had not descended till seven days after. All right, this is where it gets good. Line 11 of chapter 6, Jasher. And on that day, Yahuwah caused the whole earth to shake, and the sun darkened. Again, the day of darkness, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be for the coming of the Son of Man. And on that day, Yahuwah caused the whole earth to shake, and the sun darkened, and the foundations of the world raged, and the whole earth was moved violently. And the lightning flashed, and the thunder roared, and all the fountains in the earth were broken up, such as was not known to the inhabitants before. And Elohim did this mighty act in order to terrify the sons of men, that there might be no more evil upon earth. And still the sons of men would not return from their evil ways, and they increased the anger of Yahuwah at that time, and did not even direct their hearts to all this. So again, the Most High said there's a 120-year warning. Noah, tell everyone to repent and turn from their wicked ways to turn back to the Most High. There was a 120-year warning. They didn't listen. They didn't listen to Noah. Then even here... And Elohim did this mighty act in order to terrify the sons of men that there might be no more evil upon earth. And still the sons of men would not return from their evil ways and they increased the anger of Yahuwah at that time and did not even direct their hearts to all this. So they still wouldn't listen. And at the end of seven days in the 600th year of the life of Noah, the waters of the flood were upon the earth and all the fountains of the deep were broken up and the windows of heaven were open and the rain was upon the earth 40 days and forty nights. And Noah and his household and all the living creatures that were with him came into the ark on account of the waters of the flood, and Yahuwah shut him in. Alright, this is where it gets good as well. Line 16. And all the sons of men that were left upon the earth became exhausted through evil on account of the rain, for the waters were coming more violently upon the earth, and the animals and beasts were still surrounding the ark. And the sons of men assembled together, about 700,000 men and women, and they came unto Noah to the ark. And they called to Noah, saying, Open for us that we may come to you in the ark. And wherefore shall we die? And Noah, with a loud voice, answered them from the ark, saying, Have you not all rebelled against Yahuwah and said that he does not exist? And therefore Yahuwah brought upon you this evil to destroy and cut you off from the face of the earth. Is not this the thing that I spoke to you of 120 years back, and you would not hearken to the voice of Yahuwah? And now do you desire to live upon earth? And they said to Noah, We are ready to return to Yahuwah. Only open for us that we may live and not die. And Noah answered them, saying, Behold, now that you see the trouble of your souls, you wish to return to Yahuwah. Why did you not return during these hundred and twenty years, which Yahuwah granted you as the determined period? But now you come and tell me this on account of the troubles of your souls. Now also Yahuwah will not listen to you, neither will he give ear to you on this day, so that you will not now succeed in your wishes. And the sons of men approached in order to break into the ark, 
to come in on account of the rain, for they could not bear the rain upon them. And Yahuwah sent all the beasts and animals that stood around the ark, and the beast overpowered them and drove them from that place, and every man went his way, and they again scattered themselves upon the face of the earth. And the rain was still descending upon the earth, and it descended forty days and forty nights, and the waters prevailed greatly upon the earth, and all flesh that was upon the earth or in the waters died, whether men, animals, beasts, creeping things, or birds of the air, and there only remained Noah and those that were with him in the ark. So that account of the ark and of Noah, if that doesn't put the fear of the Most High into you, of how they were all trying to get in once the rain started, and Noah literally said, I told you for 120 years and you didn't want to listen, but now when your soul is on the line, now you want to get in when it's too late. And the Most High even had a determined time of 120 years, then then the seven days and they still didn't listen. It's the same exact thing here. And even and literally just how it even says, and just how it literally says, and Noah with a loud voice answered them from the ark saying, have you not all rebelled against Yahuwah and said that he does not exist, right? When we talk about, oh, the Messiah is coming back, the people who don't believe that, the people who think it's not going to happen, the people who don't believe the Most High exists, I mean, as it was in the days of Noah, so will it be for the coming of the Son of Man. And literally this says, have you not all rebelled against Yahuwah and said that he does not exist? This is what people and blasphemers and unbelievers and atheists and all this stuff, they laugh at this type of stuff saying, oh, it's, it's never going to happen. And then when it's happening, when they look up and it's not what they think it is, it's not an alien invasion, it's the Messiah coming back. That's when they're going to be knocking on the door to the ark, metaphorically trying to get in. And it's too late because the Most High is at a set period, a determined period of of me and every other brother that's out here saying, repent, 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 get in the scriptures, find the Most High, pray, repent. There's a, there's a determined period. We are in this 120 years that Noah went through when he was telling them, guys, there's, guys, turn back to the Most High, turn back to the Most High. We are in that period now, and eventually this time period is going to turn off, and there's not going to be a chance to repent. And then when it's happening, when people are knocking on the ark and we're inside, they're not going to be allowed in because the Most High gave them a grace period, which we're in right now, for people to turn back and repent. So if this doesn't scare you, it really should. And I'm just going to read it one more time to really hit it home. And the sons of men assembled together about 700,000 men and women, and they came unto Noah to the ark. And they called to Noah, saying, Open for us that we may come to you in the ark, and wherefore shall we die? And Noah with a loud voice answered them from the ark, saying, Have you not all rebelled against Yahuwah and said that he does not exist? And therefore Yahuwah brought upon you this evil to destroy and cut you off from the face of the earth. Is not this the thing that I spoke to you of 120 years back? And you would not hearken to the voice of Yahuwah, and now do you desire to live upon earth? And they said to Noah, We are ready to return to Yahuwah. Only open for us that we may live and not die. And Noah answered them, saying, Behold, now that you see the trouble of your souls and wish to return to Yahuwah, why did you not return during these hundred and twenty years, which Yahuwah granted you as the determined period? But now you come and tell me this on account of the troubles of your souls. Now also Yahuwah will not listen to you, neither will he give ear to you on this day, so that you will not now succeed in your wishes. And the sons of men approached in order to break into the ark, to come in on account of the rain, for they could not bear the rain upon them. And Yahuwah sent all the beasts and animals that stood around the ark, and the beasts overpowered them and drove them from that place. And every man went his way, and they again scattered themselves upon the face of the earth. And the rain was still descending upon the earth, and it descended forty days and forty nights, and the waters prevailed greatly upon the earth, and all flesh that was upon the earth or in the waters died, whether men, animals, beasts, creeping things, or birds of the air, and there only remained Noah and those that were with him in the ark. So literally, that's also why, like right now, all of us who are in the truth, we can see the signs, we know we're in the end times, we could see the wickedness ramping up, we could see the prophecies coming together, coming out of these out off the pages coming and and happening we can see it right so we know we're in the end times but for the regular person who just thinks the world is normal and going back to normal like the pandemic shook things up a little bit and it brought some people back to the most high but now you know when things aren't too too crazy like 
they just think, oh, life's going to continue on for hundreds of thousands and millions of years. Life's just going to keep going on and on and on. Everything's normal. It's like that for a reason. Because if, just like it says here, when there's when they saw the danger of their souls, that made them want to turn back to the most high. So when the pandemic hit, that made some people want to turn back to the most high because they're like, oh, things are crazy. Let's turn back, which is good. So if the world right now was all crazy and, and everything was happening, more people would turn back to the Most High, but the Most High is making it seem normal. That's why the atheists, and they're like, oh, it's never going to happen. Messiah is never going to come back. They ignorantly think that because the Most High makes it seem normal until it happens. And it says, as it was in the days of Noah, so will it be for the coming of the Son of Man. Because in the days of Noah, people were eating and drinking and giving in marriage, which means that they were just living their lives as normal, which means when the Messiah comes back, yes, there's going to be a tribulation. Yes, there's going to be signs for us to see, but it's not going to be so blatant that everybody sees it. It's going to be somewhat normal of people eating and drinking and giving in marriage when the Messiah comes back, because that's how it was in the days of Noah. And the Most High does that purposely because if people knew, if they saw the trouble that their souls were in, everyone would turn back. But the Most High is making things seem normal for all the atheists and unbelievers and people who rebelled against the Most High so that they will never see it coming and be blindsided. And then when that rain starts, when that fire comes down from the true Messiah, Yahushua Mashiach, then they'll see the danger that their souls are in and try and repent. And it's going to be too late. That's why this scripture should terrify you. Because as it was in the days of Noah, so will it be for the coming of the Son of Man. There's a, a predetermined period of us saying, guys, repent, 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 turn back, read scripture, find the most high, find them, fear them, repent. And the people who don't want to hear it, they're going to be the ones pounding on the ark trying to get in. And it's going to be too late. It's the same exact thing. This scripture right here should terrify you. And that's why you should get the Sefer so you can have books like Jasher, Jubilees, and Enoch to get more details of these accounts of the flood. So I'm really glad I read that scripture as it was in the days of Noah, so will it be for the coming of the Son of Man. It's the same exact thing happening right now. We are telling people to repent and turn back before it's too late. The Most High is going to destroy this place because of all the wickedness, just like before with the flood. Before it was with the flood, now it's with fire. That's why I also believe the Messiah was born in the fall and then died in the spring. The Most High works that way. I said before how there's, there's the Day of Atonement, in the fall, when I was speaking about the calendar, when I was speaking about the calendar and the high Sabbaths, I said in the fall is the Day of Atonement, and then the Feast of Tabernacles, and then in the spring there's Passover, Feast of Unleavened Bread. They they there's parallels; they mirror each other. That's why I I personally believe that the Messiah was born in the fall, died in the spring, because they mirror each other like that, just like in the days of Noah, it was it was with water, and in our time it's going to be with fire, mirroring each other. But again, regardless, this scripture should terrify you. I'm really happy I read it on this episode, and this should show people this is, I'm telling you, why the Most High makes things seem quote-unquote normal for the unbelievers, because if they saw the danger that their souls were in, everybody would repent. And that's why when the, the fear of the Most High is the beginning of wisdom, because when you fear the most high, this should scare you. This should put the fear of the most high in you. And that's why people can't understand why the fear of the most high is the beginning of wisdom. Because once you fear the most high, you see what's going to happen. You see that our souls are on the line. And that's what makes you want to cleave to the most high and fear him. And that's the beginning of wisdom, the beginning of understanding. If you don't fear the most high, you don't even have the beginning of wisdom or of knowledge or of understanding. And it literally says, and Noah answered them saying, behold, now that you see the trouble of your souls, you wish to return to Yahuwah. Why did you not return during these 120 years, which Yahuwah granted you as the determined period? So right now, why are why isn't everyone listening to me and others who are saying, repent, turn back to the Most High? Because life is good. They can go about their day. They can do whatever they want. You know, it's all good. They don't see the trouble that their souls are in. A lot of them don't believe in the Most High. They don't believe in heaven or hell. Or they've been deceived to thinking everyone's going to heaven. But few will be saved. It's a narrow path. And few there be that find it. And the path to destruction is wide, one that many people take. So if people saw the danger that their souls were in, they would turn back. But right now, life is good. They can go to work. They can do whatever. They can lean on their own understanding, think that they're manifesting and creating their own reality and doing whatever they want. 
they think that they don't need the Most High, so that's why they don't fear Him and repent. But if they saw the danger that their souls were in, the trouble that their souls were in, it would make everyone fear the Most High and want to repent. So the Most High is going to say the same thing. All that time when Rai and all those people were telling you to repent and turn back and keep the ways of the Most High, why didn't you do it? So then why should the Most High listen? Then when it's Judgment Day, when it's time for the sword and fire to come upon the earth, and they're all trying to to turn back. It's going to be too late because it's a predetermined period. We're in the predetermined period right now of us telling people to repent. And eventually that grace period is going to shut up just like the door of the ark is going to be closed. It's going to shut off just like the door to the ark is closed. So I'm going to leave you with that, my beloved. Really look into the Sefer, either buy a copy of the book or get the Sefer abridged edition free app. It's free or buy the app. But look into the Sefer so you can start reading the other books that have been removed out of Scripture purposely. I really appreciate you listening. Fear the Most High. Turn back. Spread the message. Tell people to repent. Tell people to get in the ark before it's too late, before that door is shut, locked, and this predetermined grace period is turned off. Get in the ark before that happens, my beloved. Stay strong. Stay full of faith. Read Scripture. Repent. You know the message. Share the message. It's all praise, honor, and glory to the Most High. I fear the Most High. I'm so grateful to have understanding, eyes to see, and ears to hear. I'm trying to help you out as well. Help others with it as well, my beloved. I'm going to catch you next time. Most High willing. Watch and pray. Be ready. He's coming. Love. Stay repentant. He's coming swiftly. The lion's on the way.